Hello, everyone. This is Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is brought to you today by Produce Global. Produce Global is a proud sponsor of Plant Profits. And look, I'm excited today. I have a wonderful guest. He is a part of the cannabis industry, obviously. He's leading a company. He's a co-founder of a, of a company, Jane Technologies. Jane Technologies is leading the industry in digital, providing customers an extensive product catalog, integration capabilities, e-commerce, IP and ads engines to provide unparalleled, personalized in-store customer experience. So providing a great experience for the retailer, the dispensary, and for the consumer, the customer that walks in and enjoys that experience and buys the product. That's what Jane Technologies do. And the CEO and co-founder of that is Socrates Rosenfeld. Socrates is our guest today. Welcome to Plant Profit, Socrates. Thanks so much, Vernon. It's a pleasure to be on. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure also. Now, you founded Jane, right, with your brother Abraham. With, with my brother Abe. Uh, ben is a co-founder and then... Uh, Two crazy Australian guys named Howard and Simon. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that sounds like a nice room. That sounds like a nice room. Yeah, it's an it's an eclectic group, but it works. Yeah, man. Before I get too far in here, I just love your past and your background. So, audience, our guy Socrates is a U.S. Army vet, a West Point guy, Apache helicopter commander in Iraq. Uh, how many tours did you do? I only did one. I commanded a yeah. company in uh, in Baghdad uh, in 2009. Oh, man. Thank you. Man, thank you for your service to our country. Of course. Of course. I got a question because I know nothing. I, I'm, I didn't serve. So I know nothing about the military. So I got a lot of friends that I hang out with yeah. that have military experience. I just love the stories that you guys talk when you talk to each other. And I'm mm. just in the corner listening. Right. I, I love that. So what's the, made up, Vernon. It's okay. I, got, I figured that. I'm I'm with guys. We're smoking cigars. So I'm, I I believe that. What's the difference? This is I always wondered. What's the difference between an Apache helicopter, right? What is it? The the black, the Black Hawk. The Black Hawk. Yeah. What's the difference? You, you know they they say. Uh, how can you tell an Apache helicopter pilot from any other pilot? Okay. It's because they'll tell you. So that's the difference. <laughs> it's about. It's about. It takes about um, about two months to learn how to fly a Blackhawk. About another two three months on top of that to fly an Apache. The mm -hmm. real difference though is in the mission, where okay. for most use cases, uh, the Blackhawk helicopters uses a utility helicopter, so to transport troops to do um, air assaults, as it's known, to insert troops and extraction, to lift things mm -hmm. up and move them around. The Apache helicopter is really the, um, it's an attack helicopter, so it has weaponry on it. It's, it's there to use for security for the ground forces usually. Okay. So a difference okay. in mission, we are, there's a healthy rivalry and competition. I'm sure. Day. We're, we're all family and nothing but respect to those, those pilots doing some really <clears throat> incredible things with that aircraft. It's crazy. It's crazy. So you get out of the, the armed services and you get your MBA from MIT, you do a stint at McKinsey, you do all this stuff. It's cool stuff. But you're you're trying to transition into normal life. Mm. And so so tell me how 
cannabis played a role in that if it did or not? Oh, yeah, it played a, a significant role in really kind of two profound ways. One was the emotional and physical help and support that it pro- provided me. It's not, um, I think a lot of people uh, maybe misunderstand plant medicine as though it is the panacea, as though it will cure you of all things. Uh, and I found that actually not to be entirely true. In fact, mm-hmm. the the plant put me in a state where I could begin my healing process. It put me in a state of um, presence. Uh, what I like to say is it brought me in a state of um, non-judgment and self-empathy. Okay. So I could process well, I my that. life. And I really, from a physiological standpoint, felt real balance and um, homeostasis, as, it, as mm-hmm. it's known. And it really helped me. So beyond that, though, what it really did for me, Vernon, was I I was so afraid to consume cannabis because I thought and I believe in all the things that was told to me as a young kid as part of the D.A.R.E. program. I thought it was going to make you dumb and lazy and get you addicted to other, you know, worse. Gateway. Sure. Yeah, a gateway drug and. The more I started to understand the plant, the more I started to consume it for myself, the more I started to talk to people who also use this as their wellness routine, as part of their wellness routine. I started to realize that all these things that were told to me as a young kid were not true. And so for the really, and it sounds strange, but I was 29 years old. And for the first time in my life, I, I questioned what was being told to me. And from that point forward, I didn't assume truth to just be truth on face value. I had to experience it for myself. I had to evaluate it for myself. And that changed the way I approached um, my life since that point. And uh, I'm grateful for the plant as kind of a um, a moment in time, a, a product that represented for me the ability to find my own truth and to mm. find my 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 own um, my own path that's right for me and and not necessarily what other people are telling me I should do. So that was a real profound moment. And I was so grateful that I had that at the age of 29. Well, that's great. No, that, that is wonderful. I love the story. I love what you said. It, it, it was the beginning. It was almost like the entry into really understanding how to heal yourself. Oh man. It was a, the beginning of my path back to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a, a friend, Ryan, and he, when he meets another veteran stateside, he says, welcome home. And I love that. Because yeah. it's not necessarily welcome home physically from overseas. It's welcome home back into yourself, back into your heart, yeah. back into who you are. And and I will say cannabis opened the door for me to walk back, back home. That's a beautiful story, brother. That's a beautiful story. So, Jane Technologies. Okay. So, I can guess why you call it Jane Technologies. <laughs> Would I be right if Mary Jane Jane is that? You got it. Yeah, okay. you got it. You got so it. I got I got these two guys, Socrates, Abraham, these two crazy Australians in a room. <laughs> okay, how did it come about? And and how did you pick this path to go into the technology part of? I love this plant, and I was so excited to come. I was I was I started consuming the plant in Boston, where when it was illegal at the time. So I had to go right. To, you know, You're in the black market the, in Boston. Yeah, I meet the guy in the park and do some. You know, just just like. I remember yeah. being 30, 31 years old and being like, oh my God, this is, is this what I'm doing with my life? And uh, <laughs> I was so excited. I got the, I moved out to Silicon Valley. I was really passionate about technology. I was like, yeah. man, I'm, I'm even more passionate about cannabis in California right. and get a medical card. And I remember walking into my first dispensary 
And it was like a scene in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where it's like just all these different strains and gummies and chocolates and pre-rolls. And I was uh, I was like a, a kid in the candy store. Yeah. And I could never I, I lived in 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 Silicon Valley at the time and I would drive about an hour to the nearest dispensary. And I yeah. can never figure out like, oh man, what's what's at the store? Am I getting the right price? If I like the strain, what other strains That's should I like? Right. Yeah. What are other people trying to say? All these things yeah. that you take for granted online. And at the time, um, I was a consultant and uh, mm -hmm. I was we were studying Amazon and we were studying DoorDash and we were studying Shopify. And we had this realization together as, as, a, co as a founding team that we believe that the future of e-commerce was going to be in this marriage of online to offline. We started to see mm -hmm. that in restaurants where you could order from your favorite restaurants down the street through your phone. I mm -hmm. said, man, how cool of an idea would this be if we could do this and serve the industry really for two reasons. One is to kind of explore a new paradigm for what e-commerce will look like. Cause we don't think it's going to look like there's going to be another Amazon 2.0. It's really right. going to be taken brick and mortar stores and digitizing them. But number two, and, and in my opinion, most important was we saw an opportunity to help this industry establish itself. And in doing so, we thought that it would protect the integrity of this plant and provide access to this medicine to as many people as absolutely possible. And we thought, man, it's, it's really the retailers and the brands doing all this wonderful work on the ground, serving their local communities how could tech support them? And those kind of two ideas, those two worlds and two, two passions kind of merged together and, and, and Jane was formed. And um, yeah, we haven't looked back since. We launched no. in, in 2017. It's been fun. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Socrates, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and we're going to really dive into what, what Jane does for the, for the retailer, the dispensary, and for the consumer and how that all comes together. That's what we'll get into on our way back. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits. My guest today on Plant Profits is Socrates Rosenfeld, CEO and co-founder of Jane Technologies. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is proudly brought to you by Projects Global. Enjoying an amazing conversation with my guest today, Mr. Socrates Rosenfeld, CEO and co-founder of Jane Technology. So let's just talk about Jane for a minute. So you guys found that you just you just you're like me. I I when I first time I went into a dispensary, I said, "Wow." Mm. Then I said, "What the hell?" I don't right. know what I'm yeah. doing, right? I don't, right? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, man. Yeah. And and you know, so how does the Jane technology help streamline those purchase and buying decisions of a consumer? I think the the best way to answer that question is to really kind of understand what kind of product cannabis is, and really, it's a plant. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's grown in the ground as a natural thing that grows everywhere, but to, to to bring this to the mainstream, you know, it's hard to drop off a plant at someone's doorstep. You have to package this up. The really interesting part about cannabis is that a lot of people want to compare it to alcohol, right? They say, oh, yeah, cannabis is like beer or cannabis is like wine. 
I would argue that it's it's a lot more complex than alcohol. One being that you can only drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Cannabis, you can inhale it, you can eat it, you can drink it, you can rub it on your body as a lotion, you can take it as a tincture, you could take it as a, a, a tablet, they put it in mints, et cetera, right. et cetera. So the form factors are orders of magnitude more complicated than just a beverage. But really, if you and I, I don't drink anymore, Vernon, but mm-hmm. um, if you if you twisted my arm and said, man, you got to try this glass of wine, it's really good, I'll try it, or whiskey or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you try to have a beer and I have a beer or an alcoholic drink beverage, you and I pretty much are going to feel the same effects. Mm-hmm. You you might have a higher tolerance than I will, et cetera. But we're we're the nuance. It's it's hard to find in in alcohol unless you really talk to mm-hmm. some like connoisseurs of wine. But really, you're talking taste rather than than feeling. Cannabis, man, the the, the effects of cannabis are unique. And they're complicated. There are over a hundred cannabinoids, you, you, plus all these complicated, uh, this complex terpenes. Mm-hmm. Where it was grown, how it was stored, how it was cured, what form factors was this in? All these different things, and plus your your endocannabinoid system, the receptors are different than mine. So gotcha. way, the the way I'm going to react to a joint is going to be ex- different potentially than the way you mm-hmm. would react to the exact same joint. That we, if we were to share that, so really, cannabis is like music more so than it is alcohol, right? If you and I were to listen to a song, some people listen to Adele and they smile and they they bring it brings joy into their heart. I listen to Adele and I can't help but cry, right? Uh, and so, yeah, what that's where we do is music, yeah, and cannabis. Never that's thought it. of that, Socrates. Yeah. So if you if you think about how you find and discover new music. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Spotify is a great example. Mm-hmm. They're taking Vernon's consumption behavior. How, well, when do you listen? When do you listen? How do you listen? Do you skip the track after you watch this or listen to this? Mm-hmm. Do you find the artist and, and double down on that? They're they're ingesting that. And what they're doing is they're trying to create a personal experience to you to where you can discover new music and also find the ones that you love really easily. We're trying right. to, to create a very similar experience for the cannabis consumer, right? I love uh, this strain grown grown by veterans down here in Santa Cruz, the SCVA Kosher Kush. It's, it's amazing. If you're in the area, you'll know. Everybody knows about Kosher Kush. Okay. It'd be very cool to understand, okay, Sock, you love Kosher Kush grown by SCVA. Here are the mm-hmm. other products that you might be interested in, right? And that level of curation, I think, is... It, very important in terms of introducing this plant to the mainstream mm-hmm. and then also introducing new brands, new products to consumers looking to explore that world. So that that's one piece. The, the, the second piece, and then I'll, I'll, I'll stop rambling is what we call purchasing power, right? So let's, 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 uh, let's say, okay, Shopify is a great inspiration. So is Amazon. And I know Amazon's, you know, kind of rubs people the wrong way, you know, kind of killing small businesses. It's a, it, they do this because they do something very, very, very well. And that's being, mm-hmm. that's providing purchasing power for people like you and me. When right. I go on Amazon, man, I, let's say I'm looking for a, I'm 41. So mm-hmm. let's say I'm looking for a vacuum cleaner. This is my life mm-hmm. these days, right? <laughs> I'm looking for a vacuum. I know nothing about vacuum cleaners, but man, let me go on Amazon. Let me search vacuum cleaner. Let me search a brand that I like. 
I'm yeah. able to read reviews. I'm able to get uh, purchasing power in terms of pricing. Hey, who has the mm-hmm. best price? I can read reviews on the product. I can read reviews on the seller. I right. can get recommendations based on who I am and what Amazon knows about me and saying, hey, Sock, actually, we think you'll like this vacuum cleaner. I can bundle products and say, people who buy this also buy that. Mm-hmm. It's wonderfully convenient. And so if we could provide the same curation as we talked about as, as Spotify does for cannabis right. and also pair that with the purchasing power that Amazon provides for the consumer, now this plant is mainstream. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm not saying it has to be commoditized and that we have to forget the beauty and the spirit in this plant. In fact, mm-hmm. it's the opposite. We can enhance it through technology. We can showcase it. We can highlight these wonderful brands doing beautiful things that have beautiful stories, growing wonderful products. And we can package it in a way where people can shop for cannabis like they shop for everything else in this world. And in mm-hmm. my opinion, in my team's opinion, that's that's the hypothesis that we're chasing. If we can mm-hmm. create that experience in partnership with our retail partners, in partnership with the brands out there, then we will create a fair, balanced, transparent ecosystem in an industry that can thrive in this world. And that's the way we got to play this, in my opinion, to put this plant up on the same pedestal as alcohol, as food, as any other consumer packaged good item. And we can only do that, in my opinion, through through really good, smart technology. I think you're right. I I just see us. So so let's just talk. We've been talking about the differences in individuals, right? So when I shop, I shop by the brand. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, and so at the end of the day, I'm going to ask you this question, but I want to say some things. I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. What role What role do does Jane play in building brand and brand recognition? I okay, love we're going to talk. We're going to talk about that. The point I'm making is this: I shop by brands that have to be that happen to be in a category. Okay. Do you see us getting there? Okay, so let's talk about how because we're so. I think we're a long ways away. So, and maybe we can close it fast. I don't know. But so, what role do you believe your product, your technology, what you bring to, you know, this huge footprint of over twenty five hundred dispensaries in the U.S. and Canada? What what role do you play in in creating something that you know? I can ask for whatever, and, and that's what I want. I'm going to the store to get this. And exactly. then and then the the butt tender has an opportunity, if I know what I want, can say, man, burn, that's cool. Have you tried this? Yeah. Right? Now, yeah. now, now every now it's working the way I want it to work. Now maybe it maybe it's unrealistic, but that's why I want to I, I don't I don't think that's unrealistic at all. Because quite frankly, that's how you shop for everything else in this world. That's right. I remember, I was I was sitting on a panel four or five years ago. I forget who I was sitting next to, and the individual said, "Well, you know, cannabis is cannabis; it's all the same." And I thought, man, that's actually I I I disagree with that. Even if you were to assume that cannabis is all the same, yeah, you could assume that water, right, is all the same. Have you ever walked yeah. down a convenient, you know, a grocery store aisle? How many do I do I if I ask you, Vernon, do you want Dasani water? You want Fiji water? You want right. right? You would have a affinity towards a brand. And some people have an affinity towards a brand because it's luxury. Others have say, hey, these guys do social good work. I, I want to put my money there. 
but you nailed it is this is a consumer packaged good item. Yes. A brand story. There is a brand connection with that end consumer. Right. That has been overlooked for a while now. And yes, it has. uh, And we, we started to see that when we launched the business and we said, okay, let's go and solve this. So the first way we solved Mm -hmm. it was we built the universal product catalog for the industry. We said, okay, there are millions of SKUs out there, tens of thousands of different brands. Let's do the hard work. And I, 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 (laughs) it is very hard to collect and organize every single SKU in the industry and catalog mm-hmm. that into what we mm-hmm. what we call the Jane Universal Product Catalog, the Jane UPC. Okay. So right okay. now we have about 2 million SKUs. Okay. Once we've done that now, Vernon, you as a consumer, what we can do now is we can connect you to your favorite mm-hmm. brand sitting at any one of our 2,500 dispensaries in real right. time. Right. So when you want to go online and you want to search for a wild gummy, for instance, and you say, hey, I'm, I'm looking for wild. Mm-hmm. Well, in real time, not only can we connect you to all those stores that are carrying your favorite brand, but we can also recommend you products under wild that we think you'll like. And we okay. can do that through very various different ways. A recommendation engine. We let brands advertise specifically to consumers. But one thing that you highlighted that I thought was really, really powerful was now you're in the store, right? Let's say you're not even work online. Well, we said, okay, let's bring this catalog inside our point of sale so that when Vernon walks into the store and he says, hey, butt tender, I love wild. Right. Well, now the butt tender can say, hey, people who love wild that live in Santa Cruz also love these products. And it's not necessarily the butt tender kind of like guessing. It's all data driven. And so now there's a not a, a lot of people think that tech's going to replace humans. I, I think that's a valid fear. That is definitely not something that we we believe in. We think tech should enhance the human experience. Mm-hmm. Can a bud tender with their tablet sit next to you and say, OK, or at the counter say, Vernon, oh, man, you love this product. Did you know? Yes, you know, that's what I want. Of other people who buy this for sleep also love it. With so this. buy this. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly what I want. That's the so when are we how are we gonna get there? Hurry Man, up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, the, the the team is working tirelessly to get this out there. We just launched the point of sale. Yeah and uh um, in June, it, back in June. Yeah. Back in June. And it's uh it's a matter of when, not if, that we're gonna get out there and I and I, I hope it inspires other point of sale technologies to provide yeah. the same level of curation. Cause again, that's the only way we're gonna all of us are gonna uplift this industry and put this plant. And it's rightful place, in my opinion. You're exactly right. You're absolutely right. So let's talk. There's a tremendous amount of competition, you know, in your space, what you do for the cannabis industry. Tremendous amount yeah. of competition. Some very credible people. Why Why the dispensary owner or an MSO, why would they choose you over them, over your competitors? Trust. And you have to earn trust. Mm-hmm. Over time. Takes a long time to earn someone's trust. You have to listen. You have to uh, address their issues. You have to fix their problems. You have to build good technology. You have to manage expectations and say, hey, we can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Or I know that this is the way that you think we should solve this problem, but we think this is better. It is a um it's a real partnership. We don't call our retailers and our brands 
clients. We call them partners because mm-hmm. they are partners with us. They right. do the hardest work. They ever work in retail, especially in cannabis right now, man, it is, they're, they're doing some incredible work on behalf of this plant, this industry. Brand, same thing, right? No 280E, can't get any, get any tax write-offs. There's no uh, investment. It's, it's a tough time horrible. right now. Yeah. So really, we, we don't compete ag- against anyone. We're not trying to beat anyone. In fact, we love to be inspired by all the other tech providers out there. At the end of the day, but the you got you got to win though, Sock. You got to win. The, you got to win to be in business. You got to win. And winning, winning doesn't mean mm-hmm. beating, Vernon. Winning doesn't mean beating. We're in this. I grew up in the army, right? And at West Point, in order to win, you had to beat. You had to kill. You had to yeah. destroy. Yeah. I don't believe that anymore. So winning is building. Winning is building. Winning is building. And winning okay. is playing your own game, I and that's the way you're going to win, right? It, yeah. You will lose if you try to beat someone else. We're trying to win. The way we win is we build trust with the industry by building good product and providing top-notch service. Yeah. And we've done that since day one. We'll continue to do that. We're going to take a quick break and want to come back, and I want to really get into some of the other elements of the things I wanted to talk to you about, uh, Sock. But one of the things that I, you know, I've talked to some of your competitors, and you guys kind of say the same thing. Right about you know your product trust credibility that kind of thing is is what you're you're saying. So it 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 almost leads me. It said so much. It almost leads me to believe that there's a gap of trust and credibility out there, and you can fill it. Okay. All right. Massive, massive, massive misinformation. Okay. Lies being told. Bad bad technology. And it's because we don't respect this industry. People in the industry don't respect the plant. People okay. in this industry don't 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 understand why we're trying to build it. If you just jump to dollars and cents and try to make a profit, you'll cut corners. Yeah. You'll shortcut yeah. technology. You'll try to misinform. You try to sell people. You try to deceive right. people. Man, stand by your product. Build it for the right reasons, and you will win. Mm. You got to have that Got faith. It. At least we do. Hey, we're going to take a break on that word. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is proudly brought to you by Protus Global. My guest today is Mr. Socrates Rosenfeld, CEO and co-founder of Jane Technologies, Inc. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Welcome back, everyone. This is Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is proudly brought to you by Protus Global, my company. Look, my guest today is Mr. Socrates Rosenfeld, CEO and co-founder of Jane Technology. And before the break, he just said very clearly, there's a huge amount of misinformation, huge amount of mistrust. There's real opportunity for folks that want to help build the industry, come in and build credibility. And that's uh, and that's the platform that he and his uh, colleagues and uh, partners, that's the attack that they take, is that they want to do the best and and be credible for what they say they're going to do and do what they say. So, and I get that. And that's a great formula for building any foundation for building any business. Let's talk about where are we going? So you got this catalog. You're trying to do a tremendous amount of education at the point of sale, right? At the point of purchase mm-hmm. where I come in. You have to educate those people to educate me. 
quite frankly, because all I know is what I like. Exactly. That's all I know is what I like. So you, you, you're doing, you're doing that. Give me your vision of, of where this is going and where the vision of where point of sale technology businesses like yours, Mm. where is it, you know, two, three years from now, things move so fast in cannabis. Where is it going to be and where do you want to be and what do you want the the industry to be doing and what do you want the consumer education to be? Tell me, give me something. Well, right off the bat, I would love to yeah. see this plant legalized and prohibition ended. Yeah. Anybody, any, anyone who has been incarcerated uh, for nonviolent offense around this plant should be set free. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's number one. It should be in the hands of every veteran who needs it for free through the VA. Mm-hmm. Any parent who's trying to treat a sick child or anybody uh, who's suffering from a terminally ill in- illness should have access to this plant. That That's table stakes. But specifically, okay. how I see the kind of the B2C world yeah. in this space, I, I think what you will see is this this real blend between what we think online is and what we think offline is. Imagine walking into a dispensary, right? The, the One of the strange things about being in this over-regulated industry is that you have to show your ID before you walk in the door, Yeah, which is crazy, right? You don't do that at a liquor store. A four-year-old no. can just walk into a liquor store. But we do that here in, in a dispensary. I, I get it. People are mm-hmm. nervous. That's fine. But the beauty of that now is we know exactly who you are before you even step into the dispensary. So what we're working on at Jane is we'll be able to recognize the consumer and say, oh, wow, Vernon's back. He's never ordered online. Let's say, Vernon, you just you just mm-hmm. shop offline. Mm-hmm. Well, now, let's say you're shopping. I'm in California and... Uh, uh, Sweet Flower is a great store, partner of ours down in, in Southern okay. California. Let's say you order from Sweet Flower uh, at one of their locations. You travel and you order from Sweet Flower at a separate location. Well, wouldn't it be cool if we were able to say, hey, Vernon bought these products uh, two weeks ago. Send this information to the bud tenders on the floor now. Welcome, mm-hmm. Vernon. Say, hey, Vernon. We have your information. We have these your favorite products that you love to order. Oh, and by the way, like the Spotify example, here are the three to five other items that we would love to recommend you based on empirical data of mm-hmm. other people like you who have also purchased this product. There will be, I think, an opportunity That's for good. brands, right? You mentioned brands mm-hmm. as, yes. as a meal. Like, of course, we love brands. I have my favorite beverage brand. Mm-hmm. I have my favorite clothing brand. We, we, we're in America. We love brands right. here. Right. Wouldn't it be cool if your favorite, do you have a favorite brand, by the way, a cannabis brand? Are you allowed to say it? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let, let's say you love Wana gummies. I, I've got yeah. some highlights. To which, which, I, really yeah, which I do. Which I okay. do. Okay. Joe yeah. is going to be very, very happy. Yeah. So let's say you love Wana yeah. gummies. Wouldn't yeah. it be cool if Wana could develop a relationship directly with you, even though they yeah. can't ship gummies in the mail, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But yeah, wouldn't it be interesting if they could give you deals and discounts and swag and 
invites you into offline events or exclusive online events where you could buy, you know, new products, where you could get education around your favorite products, et cetera. That's something that I think is really missing in this omni-channel world that we're trying to build. And then ultimately, I think, can we make cannabis not scary anymore? Where I I envision my, I have a a neighbor, I won't tell you how old he is because he'll get angry at me, but uh, (laughs) um, I I will say he's not young, but he loves to consume cannabis. And he he calls me up every week and he's like, man, it would be so cool (laughs) if I could, if I could, uh, if I could just go on to Jane and answer a few questions. Oh, I'm a new user. I am gluten free. I yeah. love to sleep. I like these tastes, so on and so forth. And then we could curate an experience for you and basically take build you a playlist for yourself of of, of personal cannabis products that, that are personal to you. That's that's the vision. And I think let's do that. Why let's do that now? That that's perfect. Your 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 neighbor and I are just alike about that. I, okay, I wanted right. I I wanted mine, right? I want it curated for me, right? So exactly, exactly. And I and I think most consumers do. They may not say they do. Of course they do. But if I you agree. offered it to them, they would not turn that down. So you know. But just to let you know, popping Barkley is pretty pretty good stuff. I love I love popping Barkley. It's a great yeah. found, founding story. Great founder. Great products. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was just shout out to Papa and Barclays, 30 to 1 CBD to THC. That I had a sick dog who just passed away two year, two months ago. Oh, for the last of his life. Yeah, th- <laughs> yeah, that CBD tincture really, really helped him. And if uh, wow. if I needed just even more confirmation that this plant was a medicine, that's it. So, yeah, shout out to Papa and Barclay for sure. Absolutely. So, look, we're about to land a plane here, but, you know, this has been so much fun, Sock. I, I really, yeah, man, this has been great. So talk to me about all this. Let's get, let's get political, right? So where are we on banking? Where are we on 280? Where are we on decriminalization? And, and I mean, wh- what political party is going to put their arms around this industry and win a lot of elections? Mm. Really? Yeah. Where, where are we? We are, we are late. Yeah. And what political party, I think that's the issue is that, and this is a um, a microcosm for a broader issue, in my opinion, in this country, is that we put okay, politics around truth. Mm-hmm. We put politics around truth. Truth is truth. Truth is truth. This plant helps people. Mm-hmm. This plant, when legalized in states, the opioid addiction goes down. Alcohol mm-hmm. abuse goes down. Violent crimes go down. Mm-hmm. This is the truth. So we need leaders who speak truth to power who aren't afraid Mm -hmm. to look past political division, whatever that is. And it's getting to the point where it's a little bit embarrassing. It's like a parent who pretends that Santa Claus is still real to their teenager. It's like, man, let's just speak the truth. And we have millions and millions, tens of millions of consumers who are entering into this industry, despite the fact that it's overtaxed, despite the fact that it's hard to access, Despite mm-hmm. the fact that you uh, that um, businesses can't write off taxes and so on and so forth, and we can't do interstate commerce, the truth is that this this plan has been consumed for tens of thousands of years. So really, politics needs to get out of the way. And I'm hopeful that there are leaders in positions of power that can just 
shine light on the truth and do do what's right for the people who need it, for the veterans who need it, for the patients who need it, for the people who are still locked up behind bars for a plant that people are profiting off in mm-hmm. the same state. It's it. We are at a time where we can choose. Are we going to continue to bury our head in the sand like mm-hmm. we did for the past 40 years since you know the Nixon administration? Or are we going to actually have some courage and shine light on the truth and say, hey, we're going to fix this? And I don't know about regulations. I don't know about the pharmaceutical industry. And I don't know about the alcohol industry. But I do know that this plant helps people. And we need to deschedule this plant as soon as absolutely possible so that we can run medical research, mm-hmm. that we can provide access to uh, this plant for veterans, and that we can give relief to these businesses doing their best and pushing a lot of tax revenue to their states. <laughs> can we give this some relief just like we do for any other industry? I'm hopeful this happens sooner rather than later, Vernon. I, I really am. Yeah, we're going to leave it there. And and what I got out of that is the truth, right? And, and and Socrates, my guest today, Socrates Rosenfeld, CEO and co-founder of Jane Technologies, brought the truth today. And I want to thank you, Socrates, for being on Plant Profits. And I want to thank all of you for joining me on Plant Profits. And Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global. You can download episodes of this show, Plant Profits, by going to CannabisRadio.com. Subscribe to the show on all major podcast outlets, Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, all of it. Go to YouTube, everywhere. Find me, man. Look. And also, you can go to Protus Global on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Protus Global, my company, right? Protus Global, building companies, changing people's lives. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Until next time, speak the truth. Cheers. opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.